Hi, everyone. This is Irliana Samsara, back again with another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Welcome to the month of October astrology and the new moon in Libra. So we're going to be talking, we got lots of really uh, fascinating stuff to share. And uh, so we'll just jump right in. Okay. Uh, this, um, this particular, uh, this today is October 1st. And uh, this, of course, the uh, sun is in Libra. And uh, we're going to be, uh, let me just pull up here the chart for the new moon. Because let's just, um, you know, we're going to get right into this. This is a very uh, a fascinating new moon. Um, it's, it's very, <laughs> boy, oh boy. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I would say if, if, if we could... Um, summarize the the entire month <laughs> in in a song uh what came to me and i got chills um as i thought of it just moments before turning on the record it was the beatles song that came up um all we are saying is give peace a chance come on all we are saying is give peace a chance. Remember the great drumming there, the beat. Yeah, well, anyway, so uh, maybe that can be our collective mantra for the month because it's definitely being tested and it's gonna get tested certainly by the, the full moon, <laughs> which I'll explain later. Um, the reason why this is so uh, powerful is because the sun, moon, and Mars are all together exactly at 13 degrees of Libra. And um, that is a Kazemi. A Kazemi is a very, that very sacred, sacred uh, window of time where it's like um, the, um, of course, the, the moon is always Kazemi, the sun, every, every month when it goes into a, a new moon. But with the sun, moon, and Mars all there, uh, wow, powerful storytelling here. Mercury is also there. Um, it's at 20 degrees, so it's not exactly, you know, it's seven degrees away, but it's still very much a part of the story. So I think that um, in a nutshell, this is really about rewriting our stories and our beliefs around what does it take to create peace? Um, how do we give it a chance when we, where are the areas in our life where we haven't, where we might've been shut down, where we have been, um, you know, where love has not been present? Uh, where has there, have there been especially unconscious patterns that have been running the show? Uh, this is an area um, where we, it is really, um, a, it, maybe it's the most incredibly powerful lunation of the year. I don't know. I mean, I'm not here to, you know, analyze each all 12 lunations for a year but i gotta say this um this is just outrageous and what I, I would say it's for women and women's rights and equality in general and um peace in general regardless of gender just peace harmony agreement diplomacy relationships of course love intimacy connection you know we're, we're really with mercury retrograde in the in the sign and the libra the sign of libra we're really re-examining our beliefs um, about relationships and perhaps with mars there you know what is worth fighting for well of course love is worth fighting for but you don't fight for love i mean that right that seems almost contradictory but we can be impassioned and bold and set new goals 
certainly in the sign of Libra, Libra is a cardinal sign. So when you think about it, it's like a turning point. This is about taking a new direction. So there's this very mystical union that's going to take place in this lunation. And I, I wanna share with you, you know, what that looks like. And, and so uh, before I get into that more fully, I'm just gonna say that uh, this month is also very important because the um, not only is that stellium new moon, the other imp two important things is that we have, uh, there are six planets retrograde right now. There's Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. That's a lot, right? So if you've been feeling like slowed down or challenged with moving ahead, well, when you have six planets retrograde, it's not easy, right? However, uh, later in the month, Mercury is going to station direct. And um, on the same day, Jupiter, Mer Mercury and Jupiter will station direct, start moving forward again um, in, um, in their signs, Jupiter and Aquarius, Mercury and Libra. Saturn is gonna go um, at the, when is Saturn will go direct on October 10th and Jupiter and Mercury will go direct on October 18th. So those are, uh, that's definitely a shift, very important. And uh, I would say too that um, the other thing, the full moon is going to be very much a part of this unfolding where there's these dynamic forces of fundamental change are at play that are really uh, certainly very powerful for the collective and uh, in our own lives, um, perhaps with you know family karma or uh, authority figures, uh, parents, ancestors, dads, uh, CEOs, you know, <laughs> the, uh, all of those. Um, uh, could very well uh, uh, be coming up family issues, uh, whether that's our family of origin or just a fam of how we identify family. What is the what is the root of where where it is, what is our uh, story about family? And um, and so these things are really 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 powerfully uh, surfacing this month. Venus, um, because the new moon is in the sign of Libra. Of course, Venus is the hostess, right? Venus is running the show. So the goddess of love and agreement and harmony and, and peace and diplomacy and connection, um, our values, our self-esteem, these are all issues that are very much aligned with Venus. So these things are going to be uh, coming up for us. Um, the ruler of Venus, um, as you can see here, uh, Venus is in, a sign of Scorpio. So this is Venus not in her home sign. So she's for the last six weeks, she's been journeying in the underworld. So with the the, the goddess of this new moon in in uh, in this difficult sign, difficult but rewarding, definitely facing, probably have all faced a lot of deep rooted emotional and um, could be some cathartic emotional releases around love relationships and how we relate, maybe power trips and control and manipulations, things that we don't realize that, that you know, it came to me, certainly I can just off the top of my head, think of two instances where it was very powerfully revealed to me. It's very humbling um, to, um, Oh, you know, oh, I don't do that. Yeah, well, you know, when we really dig deep, you know, and this is where Venus can be very uh, la-di-da, you know, wanting to just be like shallow, like lovely, you know, don't rock the boat, just be nice and play nice. Well, we all want play nice, but then if we don't address the, the difficult things underneath that, how can we have peace, right? So Venus in that underworld sign of Scorpio these last five and a half weeks have been very um, intense for 
um, really looking at that dark side as a way to reprogram and regenerate ourselves and uh, the way to healing, right, is to, to examine that shadow. Um, um, Venus and Mars have been in, in what we call mutual reception. So Venus is in Mars's sign and Mars is in Venus's sign. So I think they're, they're kind of teaming up saying, you know, I, this is not my home. No, my home is where you are. Well, my home is where you are. And so it's like, okay, well, let's, what can we learn here? You know, so, um, you know, Mars is saying, well, look, you know, in my home, you know, it's good that you're going in the underworld. You need to look at these deep issues. And then Venus and and, uh, you know, Mars and Venus's sign is like, you know, I know you're a warrior and you're always like wanting to dominate and, and win, but, you know, maybe there's a better way of doing it that can leave us all like not so burned, you know, <laughs> so they're it's like they've been getting lessons about that. Um, I would say, too, that, um, you know, with Mars, um, with when this this Kazemi, as as we call it, 13 degrees, 13 degrees, 13 degrees, look at that all magical number, right? 13. Um, this, is they, uh, <laughs> this is basically saying, okay, uh, this is definitely about this, um, you know, uh, a reprogramming, a new direction around all of these things of relationships and our ambitions and our goals and where do we want to pioneer forward? Well, I would say, you know, because Venus is the, the goddess of this, of this sign, you know, this is very strong around fairness and equality and for um, maybe for men to rewrite and, and the laws to reflect that. Now, Mars is not in its power sign, right? But it, in a way it's like being forced to reconsider, like, look, you know, we cannot go on like this. Like for instance, reproductive rights. This has been a big deal that the Texas abortion law, um, you know, there is some men who um, are suing a doctor that um, in Texas and then others are suing, you know, there's like lawsuits and counter lawsuits. Uh, there are people, you know, women in, in Afghanistan, uh, you know, the, the refugees that flee the Taliban. Um, and, and the groups there, like LGBT groups, um, you know, they, they could be killed by the Taliban, for example, for, for being gay, you know, for being themselves. So, um, again, are, these are very intense examples, obviously, of, in the collective of these um, issues coming up, but it's definitely coming up. This is the, um, this is the lunation where that uh, very much will hold. Um, I find it really interesting that, um, Vertex is, this is a <laughs> gate of destiny. Vertex has got, has to do with like fated events. And at the time of the new moon, Vertex, this moves very quickly, by the way, within a couple of hours, it's like, it'll, it'll be like, you know, jijing, conjunct Uranus. So to me, that says, wow, there is some fated. And of course, Venus is ruling, is the ruler of Taurus as well, right? So you've got this fated if it feels like a very faded like events and things regarding fairness and equality and women and relationships have this kind of faded quality this month and where there's this this is new direction also indicated by the conjunction with uranus as it passes by so this is like enlightening liberating concepts um where we had been stuck in our thinking and our values and maybe our self-esteem there are maybe some decisions uh, that have to be made when you think about Mars and Libra, you know, there are, there are laws and decisions around plans and what are our goals, you know, so these things are, are very, very prominent with this lunation. 
Um, this is definitely about looking with that square with Pluto, uh, overcoming square with Pluto. This is definitely about looking at our, uh, our shadow so, uh, you know, not, not an easy thing, right? And th this is talking about eons. When you think about Pluto and Capricorn, this is like eons of toxicity in our society going back hundreds and hundreds of years, our family DNA and how we have been impacted by this very um, toxic, domineering, um, materialistic realm of reality and, um, you know, where more goods equals better and, you know, <laughs> And all of all of that power of control that um, has been so much a part of our society, uh, all over the world. So um, the um, it is though, um, like I said, a very powerful new moon, and it will reach its fruition um, the full moon, which will be on. Uh, see, the full moon is uh, in Aries. Excuse me, October twentieth. Before I get into that full moon, though, I just want to say that. Um, that vertex <laughs> on Thursday, October 7th. Um, okay, let me move this up ahead again. So on Thursday, October 7th, we're going to have, um, if you notice here, Venus is right in that final moment of uh, 2959, right? It's at that, that highest degree, you know, talk about looking at the dark side by like, this is definitely bringing up a lot of, lot of deep rooted elements. And, um, and here we are judging, there she goes on Thursday around 8 a.m. Eastern time, goes into the sign of Sag. So she's out of that very intense, dark, brooding place of Scorpio, out of what, where she's been in exile. And now she's in the fiery sign of Sagittarius. Notice conjunct the South Node, very interesting here. This is definitely speaking about rights and legislation and truth and higher wisdom. So all of our values around uh, doing the right thing, uh, where has it not? Where is this, uh, what needs to fall away? Well, I would say um, what needs to fall away as, you know, as we move forward in the month, Venus is saying, okay, first we look at our dark side and now we're gonna say, you know, what truths, um, what are, what's present for us in terms of, um, well, let's say with Venus conjunct South Node, maybe we would have this magnetic attraction to somebody where um, we could easily fall into old relationship patterns, um, certainly around feeling entitled, um, being right. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I already know, I already know, you know, like, just being full with what what we think is the truth and perhaps maybe preaching that onto others rather than listening and allowing other points of view and other beliefs to exist. So this is what it's calling us to do. Uh, avoid those deep old grooves of, of relationship patterns where we get sucked into um, these patterns and uh, being open to new beliefs, being open to how we connect with others, um, consider other people's viewpoints. It's not necessarily like my way is the right way. It can be that very arrogant, um, bossy kind of energy of, you know, my way or the highway, or it could be uh, like zealotry, could be religious or spiritual zealotry, where people could almost be militant, you know, militant with religious beliefs. Um, and so we get to say, well, where, where is peace in that process? We get to delve into these things. Um, 
letting go of past relationship situations, being present in the now rather than thinking like I have it all figured out or uh, relying too much on intuition and not on facts. And, um, and so just being broad and open, I would say. So that's, that's a really interesting uh, configuration. So um, let's see, back to our calendar. So that's our new moon, right? And then Venus entering right, you know, the very next day, Venus entering into that sign. Um, and here's the Mars is exactly, you know, in the last episode, I talked about how you know, right now, when you think about it, Mars, Venus, and Mercury, like, um, I'm not, sorry, Mars, Mercury, and the sun, they're all, it's like the three amigos. And so it's not just Mercury, Kazemi, it's Mercury and Mars together in that throne room, right? They're in the palace, right? And the queen, right? Libra, right? So this is the queen, this beautiful goddess queen is, is it, this is her palace, and they're in there, and you know, Mars is a little uncomfortable in this beautiful, lavish palace. He's, he's, you know, he's not used to that, but there's a reason why he's there, right? This is like vertex, right? Fate and destiny, like let's rewrite the script. And so um, they, they're they getting this very high download. It's a, it, when, when a planet is Kazemi, the sun, it's it's got the special protection. It's not getting burned up by the sun. It's like just getting this Moses on the top of Mount Sinai, right? This big download. And um, there's this exact window when Mars, when the queen will say whispers, it's almost like, imagine if you were, here's another analogy. If you were like a kid and you were visiting Santa Claus and you, you got to, you're in the room with Santa Claus, but then there's this moment where it's just you and Santa Claus and you're like sitting on his knee and you're like, you know, whispering in his ear. And it's like, this is what I really want, right? And, and nobody can hear it, just you, it's just between you and Santa. So. <laughs> You know, it's a silly analogy, right? But I'm just trying to paint with pictures here. Um, so if you could imagine that very special time where other people you cannot hear this conversation. This is like strictly between, this conversation um, is strictly between you and the divine. So I would say on, um, I, I pecked it out on my little astro software, but Thursday, October 7th, again, this is Eastern time. So please adjust accordingly from 11.17 p.m. to 11.30, so what's that? Uh, 23 minutes is when the queen is whispering into Mars's ear. So it's like saying, look, it's like she's saying, look, I, I appreciate your strength and your, and your desire and your drive, but like, dude, you gotta put down that, that caveman bat, you know, like, from now on, like we, we got to change this, this, this isn't working. Okay. The earth is ravaged. Women have been raped. The pain body of women has been like gone on for far too many thousands of years. Like we got to change. Right. And Pluto squaring is like, Oh, y'all, you know, right. And so, um, cause he, he's kind of in the background. Right. And she's like seeing him in the back of the palace room. But, um, but Mars, it's, it's like, what is that from, beat down your sword. What is that thing in the Bible? Make your sword into a plowshare, right? So turn it into something where it can regenerate rather than just killing. You know, I don't want to kill off relationships anymore. Take that strong strength and energy and use it for good. Use it to build and connect, not to destroy. So this is kind of like the, the, the chat she's having. So if we personally, what do we do with this? Well, if we have a relationship, perhaps 
here's just a one way to look at this. If we have a relationship that we really want to see transformed, we, this is our moment to like really, you know, that part of us that's so passionate about it, but can sometimes rub people the wrong way and sometimes alienate um, and, and, and such. Well, this is when we could really, really send that message to the universe. So maybe sit in a meditation, light a candle, say some prayers, write down our desires, you know, like burn that write them down and like say burn it in a candle flame you know in those in that time period that that could be very useful if you are working and you can't do those things for whatever reason well we could always program it right we can transcend time we're not held back by it we're just using it and then we we use time but we're not used by time unless you want to be but hey you know this is an empowering channel so, um, and that moment from 1117 to 1130, that is when Mars, you know, with Mars Cassini, the sun, this is starting a new two-year cycle for Mars. So that's also a new beginning. So you see on many, many levels, this is pointing to a new beginning, a new, and certainly in that cardinal sign, a new direction in the, in the, uh, in the view of equality and fairness. And then um, October 9th, this is the magical window I, I mentioned in the last episode. Um, the fun starts at like around 8.55 a.m. Um, Eastern time, all three planets, Mercury, Mars, let me see, October, let's go to that date. Ding, ding. So see, um, well, Mars, come on, Mars, step it up a little here. Is it? <laughs> We're just gonna move that for Get that little boy in there. There he is, all three. See this? All three, it's 16 degrees on Saturday, October 9th, so Saturday morning. Um, they all line up. And what's really cool, I call them the three amigos, right? So they're all sitting there um, and they're all having their private audience with the queen. And the queen is also saying to Mercury, you know, hey, messenger kid. Uh, I want, you know, I want you to change your mind. You're always changeable. I know you're open to new ideas. Well, the, you know, here, buddy, you're buddying up with Mars and I want you to give him some, you know, give him a little, we're giving him a pep talk on how he can change his obnoxious, rude ways. <laughs> oh, how we, how we view relationships. And uh, let's see, we've got um, 8.55 AM, the fun starts then, but see, the moon is still right there in Scorpio, right? But then the moon flips. The moon's gonna flip when in a couple of, let's see, 11.25 a.m. the moon goes into Sag. And when it does, it's really cool. Let me, let me show you this thing. 11.25, the moon is all together, moon, Mercury, and the south node in that, in that Sagittarius. So there's even more support for like this desire for truth. Um, is is very much at the forefront, truth and rights, and perhaps legislation that will assist. You know, maybe the maybe there are legislators and politicians that I know they they meet God, you know, all hours of the day and night to pass bills and things into the middle of the night. They don't do a nine to five, as we know, and there may be some um, something that gets hammered out, but that would be definitely a a, a powerful moment, um, and then. Um, here is this magical 20 minutes where um, we have uh, the sun and Mercury chatting at 12.08 p.m., right? <laughs> and then um, 
1219 p.m., Mercury flips and becomes morning star. So it's in that throne room. And he, so he's been appearing as an evening star, making that shift to morning star. It's like the dawn of a new day, heralding a new, a new direction, right? With a new belief system for relationships and agreements and diplomacy. So this is, I feel this is wonderfully positive. Um, and then uh, let's see, we've got, um, it's interesting because all the, these two, two and two, watch this, where some, um, the moon, two, 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 two degrees. Isn't that cool? Two, 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 all in Sag. So that's, that's pretty cool. Well, from 2.42 in the afternoon till 4.20, ha, 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 4.20, right? Now you'll remember that. Uh, that's an hour and 40 minutes where the moon, Venus, and the south node are all together. So this is like, talk about getting off the wheel of karma with relationships and seeing things in new fashion, a kind of change in fortune, a change in our habitual ways. Wow, very cool. Um, and then we have um, Saturday, um, that same day, Saturday, October 9th, which happens to be my, my beloved mother's birthday. So if you're having trouble with any of this, listen, just call Miriam, okay? Her name is Miriam and just say, just call her in. Sometimes, you know, with all her grandchildren, she was known as Grandma Mimi, but whatever you want to call her, just look, you know, she needs projects, okay? She's, she's in the heavens, right? She's not here anymore, so she, she needs projects. And how you, by the way, how you will know that you've reached my mother is if in the middle of your pouring out your heart's desires, you might all of a sudden think some, if you start thinking about um, taking vitamins, uh, wearing your warm coat or getting a job with benefits, okay? Th that, then you know, you have reached Miriam, okay? Just, just saying, right? <laughs> Little hint, right? <laughs> That's, we always made fun of her for that. Uh, so anyway, but she she was definitely the quintessential Libra. So uh, yeah, just just call her in and just say, okay, I need help with this. And uh, but but if you are taking, if you find yourself buying vitamins and getting a, a nice looking elegant coat, then you know it's not me, it's her. But anyway, so uh, back to um, away from this and now on with the rest of our programming. So we have um, this special, this very, these three amigos in that throne room, right? Talking, rehashing and moving into new directions with relationships and our beliefs and attitudes. That's going to happen all day Saturday. It's very, very uh, sacred. I'd say from like 9 a.m. till about 10, 15 p.m. So that's like 13 hours and 20 minutes. That's, but the, like I said, those particular, um, that particular 20 minute window is um, from uh, 1208 to 1228 with, with Mercury and the sun. That's always very special. 1208 PM to 1228, so lunchtime. But really the whole day, it's just that that's the part where, he, you know, she's whispering in, in Mercury's ear, but really, but they're still in the throne room the rest of the day. You know, you get off Santa Claus's lap and then you're like still mingling and, you know, really being in this experience, this incredible download of um, goddess energy and, and fairness and equality and doing the right thing. You know, you're just, your heart is like full of this energy. And so that is gonna last most strongly until 10, 15 PM on uh, Saturday evening. And, and then slowly um, till like early Sunday morning, a little after midnight. And then by like 10, 
8.30 in the morning, um, on Sunday morning, Mercury will slightly go out of that two degree range. You know, mostly with um, with these planets, I mean, it depends. Some people say it's a two degrees, some people say one degrees. Medieval astrologers had like a 17 minute frame. So depending on how picky pick you wanna be, but I, I gave it like, generally speaking, just that same degree, 16 degrees, like, wow, right? The new moon, 13 degrees, and then the Kazemi, 16 degrees on October 9th. So that was, that's really powerful. And like I said, um, you know, how many times do we ever get a, a situation like that? I don't know. I've never seen this before. Um, all right. So then moving on, um, the very next day, you know, Saturn's like, oh, oh I'm ready to go direct. I'm ready to take you know, like, it's like probably listening into all this and it's like, okay, Sunday more Sunday evening, Saturn goes direct. All right, let's move this new reality forward. And maybe we could have some enlightening laws and structures in society that will support change. You know, this is maybe this is a moment where things can start to move forward again, that might have felt stalled in the last several months, might have felt like a reversal of fortune, um, or, you know, or struggles with um, and needing to be patient around these profound changes. Well, here it is, Saturn's going direct. Then October 17th, we have uh, Sun square Pluto. So that is, um, It'll be exact like October 22nd or so. And that the sun squaring Pluto again, bringing up those uh, is deeply, you know, sun is still in Libra. And so um, I can come back to this. <laughs> Hello again. Um, so sun squaring uh, Pluto again, it, it's that conflict between um, and shining a light on these deep subconscious processes that um, that are certainly in the way. And then maybe we've already cleared those. And this is about renewal and regeneration. Because first you've got to take down before you can build up. And so there it is. Um, once the volcano has spewed, right, the green grass can start growing. So if you, we've, we've already done our work in that area, it'll at least show us what might still be remaining. And or um, if that has been done, then it's like, okay, it's time to grow our new um, in our new direction and what's what's available for us that can be healthy and regenerative, what practices and ways of being can we now start using? Um, let's see. So October, um, October 18th, Jupiter. Jupiter and Mercury go direct. And so um, again, starting to move forward, Mercury is like taking all the lessons that, that uh, he learned when he was, when the queen whispered is it in his ear and he's, he's like, finally like, wow, that was amazing. Well, I'm now gonna take this information and like send it and share this with the world. Everybody, I'm gonna tell everybody what I, my experience, right? Go on the Today Show and just tell the world. Um, October 20th, the full moon, we've got the full moon in Aries. And this is an interesting, um, I would say the, the RX for this would be to do a lot of hot yoga, <laughs> Bikram yoga. That's a great, great for the full moon, right? So things coming to a head um, with, um, you, this is uh, October 20th, um, just as the full moon is happening, Mars is coming into a square with Pluto. So there could be some explosive, there could be some, um, <laughs> Mars is attempting to deal with, uh, you know, the, all this new influx, and it could be some explosive situations 
um, hopefully nothing violent, but like I, you know, these there could be energies that can come up that can just blow, and it, it could be just um, our desire to change can just be a very cathartic emotional experience. Um, with when you're talking about changing very fundamental grooves in society, this is this is not an overnight thing, right? So. Um, I would say perhaps, uh, you know, again, it, it's a volatile energy, you know, be easy with each other, be, let's be easy with each other, especially the full moon, it could be very emotional, very, maybe some secrets, it could be, you know, sexual secrets with Mars, with Pluto and Capricorn, um, or it could be just uh, manipulations, maybe subconscious revealments about things that we've held secret that have been um, very toxic and secrets about, um, our, the way in which we moved or, or didn't know we moved as a, as a collective, as a society, as well as in our own, in our own lives. Um, the sun goes into Scorpio on the 23rd, obviously. Sun and zero Scorpio. And then um, we finish out the month, uh, October 26th, we have Venus squaring Neptune. So that should be um, an interesting, anytime we have Venus and Neptune hooking up now in a square, it might be about, hey, you know, if we have artistic projects um, or we might have relationships issues, but we're being, we're seeing what could be the ideal situation, but we also don't want to kid ourselves. So we want to be uh, real and um, being able to access, oh, it could be artistic inspiration or, you know, dance, music, poetry, all of those gorgeous, luscious, Venusy things, our talents and things showcased in the highest possible way. But again, not to wear rose-colored glasses and fool ourselves. So there is a very delicate balancing act when you're dealing with Neptune. Anyway, um, then the 28th, we have Venus um, and Jupiter. Venus um, sextile Jupiter. So um, again, this is could now Jupiter's direct. So that could be a, a very nice um, exuberant um, kind of um, openings, you know, and, and, and the two benefics, right? In a nice, uh, uh, in a very uh, beneficial aspect. Maybe our, our artistic and uh, aspirations uh, moving forward and expanding. Uh, the, um, October 30th, we have uh, Mars, and that's the day before Halloween, uh, Mars in Scorpio, the sun is squares, squares Saturn. So again, we could be, you know, again, uh, dealing with some challenges and around being patient as this transformation unfolds, sun squares Saturn, right? Uh, Saturn and Uranus have been in a, in a square with each other on and off intensely all year. So these forces of patience versus the desire to change, and maybe the sun is just kind of shining a, a strong light on that. Um, you know, maybe maybe with um, Mars going into its sign of Scorpio on, on uh, October 30th, Mars is now in its home sign. He's back home. And um, he's gone from being in exile to being in domicile. So he's maybe, you know, the, the, the best thing I could think of for that is like saying like, well, I don't have to play mind games or control games anymore. You know, I could, I could use my, my home base and talent to, um, and drive to not manipulate others, but to re help others regenerate. Um, I can use my, maybe say like, I could use my force like a shaman, all my, my um, 
my drive and my ambition, um, my goals, I could reorient myself to using these energies um, in the highest. And so um, to regenerate and transform, but not to manipulate and control and kind of put people in a corner. You know, so that is what's available. Um, though those themes around transformation, love, sex, death, and taxes, let's face it, right? That's all Scorpio. Um, but uh, Mars and its home sign, these themes will be um, coming up really loudly, but powerfully. So um, that's about all I have. I hope that was okay. Um, you know, like I said, the, the really big juicy things are the, the full moon, the new moon, the full moon, and then um, that Pluto square, it's definitely um, can be a powder keg sometimes. So I think we all have to be easy with ourselves and be easy with others and um, just keep standing for love. Like we go back to the Beatles song, right? All we are saying is give peace a chance. So I guess that maybe if we find ourselves in a, you know, energy, it's like just whoo, breathe. Um, yeah, live and let live. <laughs> That's a, that was a James Bond song, right? Live and, oh, that was live and let die. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> okay. I better just stop at the Beatles. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. And um, let me know how you're doing and how you've been faring with all this. You can always leave a comment below or just email me, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com, which is in the comment box below. So yay. All right. I hope you have a wonderful, amazing, transformative experience with this um, new moon in Libra. And I will see you all next time. Okay. Take care. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.